doesn't have a sound. Oh, well, I hit the mic. I, I doubted it. Cheers. Cheers to you, man. Cheers to everybody out there. Welcome back to episode 37. Dude, 37. 37. Season four. And the first of season four. Here we are at the Dad Life Can't Podcast. Look. My name's Chris. I'm Ryan. And we're drinking beer. As usual. As usual. Um, we have some news. We teased this, uh, we teased this out when the wives were here. Man, I can't get my shit together. The beer's making noise when I hit the table. I've hit the mic multiple times. Stop beating yourself up. Everyone's gonna be just fine. Um, so we teased this out and, uh, we got some news. We do. It's pretty big news. It is. It's pretty cool. Um, we're now sponsored by, um, a company called M&M Distributing. Get the hell out of here. Out of Salt Lake City. And they have provided us, Ryan, with um, six. So much money. I think beers oh, for the first beers, six yes. episodes. So it's, I think it's going to be seven beers yep. um, that we're going to talk about. Yep. Where you can get it, um, sometimes nationally, but most of the time locally. Absolutely. And why don't you, Ryan, tell us who M&M Distributing happens to be? I would be happy to. Um, so who is M&M? M&M Distributing Company based in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, has the rights to sell all the kind of beers that we've been drinking all over the place. And uh, anyone that lives here knows about Coors, Blue Moon, Vizzy, Wasatch Squatters, Upslope, Rogue, Salt Flats, 7-Up, A&W. I know those aren't beers. Rockstar, Buy, Snapple, Aqua Vista, Fiji, and Evian, and much more. So they basically are a distributing company for everything that you can see in the store. Almost everything uh, that you can drink. Mostly beer. Um they're part of Admiral Beverage, which some of you may or may not have heard of. Um, I know I have. I think there was a big distribution, distribution plant uh, where I lived up in North Ogden. Um, it's a network of sales centers, warehouses, and trucking fleets that cover eight states in the West from Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, South Dakota, Alaska, Colorado, Alaska. New Mexico. Wow. Yeah, that's a weird well, – that's pretty far. Huge territory. Um, they not only sell great brands like Pepsi, Coors, Miller, Rockstar, but also have three production facilities where they produce some of their own soda brands. And they're a family business that started in a small town in Wyoming called Warland and have grown into this conglomerate that is uh, doing very well and part of the reason that you have beer in your grocery, gas station, and liquor stores. Shout out Eminem. Thanks, Eminem. Appreciate you pretty distributing. Freaking awesome. So, what uh, what are we talking about today? What are we drinking today? So, as part of this uh, sponsorship, they have given us graciously given us beer to drink. So today, we have two beers, and we're not going to do this every time. But to start us off, uh, we want to kick it off with two beers: one that everyone should know, and then one that maybe you may not know about. Yeah. So, Chris, what uh, what's the first one? We're the first one we, we we just toasted was uh, the Coors Banquet beer, which I hadn't heard of back east, and now I'm reading about. Um, I learned a thing or two. I didn't know you'd never heard about this in the east. Uh uh-uh. huh. Um. So, Coors Banquet beer, which Coors has been around for over 140 years. Yeah. It says before Colorado was even a state. Boom. Um, 1868. A man by the name of Adolf Kors, a German brewing apprentice, headed to America to live on his own terms by his own rules. And within his first five years here in America, he founded the Golden Brewery where it still stands today. Mm-hmm. Um, he headed west and refused um, to rest until he found the perfect water for his beer. He found it flowing through the mining town of Golden, Colorado, at the base of the Rocky Mountains. 
It's such a good. Makes you wanted. So good. Mm, crisp and delicious. And it says, as the story goes, it was hardworking miners of Golden who gave our beer its nickname. In the coming years, the banquet beer would become synonymous with Coors Banquet. Um, now, Bill Coors was a rebel with a cause. After years of studying the traditional tin can, he introduced Coors in a more environmentally friendly aluminum container in 1959. This sparked a recycling revolution. With time, the aluminum can became industry standard. Damn, that was from Coors. Yeah. Whoa. So it kind of changed what we're drinking out of. This yeah. banquet beer is the 1936 Stubby Bottle. Stubby Bottle. I love a Stubby Bottle. Um, stubby Bottle. Yeah, it's, it's pretty unique. Um, and it says, for decades, Coors Banquet was only available in 11 states, none states, none of which were uh, available in the East. I had no – I didn't even – it didn't yeah. even cross my mind. You wouldn't know if he just always had it. Yeah. Um, and it says, despite its limited distribution, presidents, celebrities, and everyday folk alike wanted a taste of the West. Oh. And in 91, Coors Banquet finally showed up in all 50 states. Wait, it was until 91? 91. Made it out, out that way. Dang, that is not information I knew. But I will say this. Yeah. Shout out Eminem, shout out Coors, the Banquet Beer. Is uh, I think their best offering. Oh, by far. I like it better than the Silver Bullet. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a huge when fan you're of Coors Light. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but I like the Banquet Beer and I always have. It ain't, it ain't bad. And I, I think I actually would say it even go and say that with Miller and Miller Light as well. I would much rather just have a regular Miller. And is that just a MGD? MGD or it's I like actually the one of their off brands, which is not an off brand, but it's part of Miller. It's Miller High Life. Oh yeah. It's like, a high life. Like, like a glove yeah. fits. So anyway, um, thank you, Coolers. Thank you, Eminem dis- Distributing. Wow. Yes, sir. Got to say it right. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, like we said, uh, offering us the free beer. And and who doesn't like free beer? I know. Coors available everywhere. I mean, where can't you get a Coors? So next time you're out shopping, give the Coors Banquet Beer a shot. It's, uh, it's got a lot of history there. Pretty cool to learn. Very cool. A lot of stuff I didn't know about. Yeah, and we've got a another beer on deck, but I think for the first time ever in our podcast, we'll drink it halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll do a two-beer episode. Done, done, done. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, so what's been going on? Um, I'm real tired. I'm not going to lie. What, uh, what for? Chris beat the hell out of me, uh, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Wow. Um, no, we. Uh, I took the day off, and uh, I knew – you know, Chris is an avid skier if we, we've talked about many times, and I thought I need to take Chris to a mountain that he has not traveled to very often. So you and I went to Powder Mountain today. We did. It was uh, a really, really good day. Yep. Um, it was a get out of the house and go ski with my my buddy Ryan, but also it was to kind of put eyes on a different mountain. We've been skiing as a family here at Snow Basin. Yep. Um, and I have to say with a small family trying to have a, a day, you know, out in outside and skiing snow basin, I, I'm not as comfortable, uh, because there's a lot of spots where it kind of has choke points where yeah. there's only a small narrow run that everybody funnels into yeah. and on busy days and especially the season being busier than I've ever seen it anywhere. To be honest, yeah. COVID has just made everybody want to get outside and get the hell out of the house um it, it just makes for really really dangerous uncomfortable skiing so yeah. 
going up today to Powder Mountain. Shout out to them, man. They got a, an awesome place. It was super fun. But let's not tell anybody about it because okay. it was such a sweet, sweet gem. We oh went my to, gosh. Um, it's called Henry's Hideaway. Uh, it's a mountain you've never heard of. That's where we were. <laughs> That's where we went. <laughs> <laughs> Henry's Hideaway. Uh, no, it was, it was super fun. And I think you're right. Growing up, we went to Snow Basin quite a bit. And you're, you're absolutely right where it comes to that choke point. And I think it's off the Becker lift too. It's, it, it's everywhere you go. Just, you don't have an option otherwise. Yeah. Porcupine does it. They all do it. They all filter into like the same two or three very, very narrow spots. And even on not the busiest days, just moderately busy days. And I'm with my small kids just going mm-hmm. back and forth, nice and slow. There's people that are out of control, just zipping past and not going to hit you and hurt you, but, I mean, go to the hospital. Yeah, they so kill you easily. It, it makes for not a very enjoyable day. And I'm so lucky to be here in Utah. I mean, this is the best of the best. That's yep. why I live here. That's why I got a job here. Yep. So now I just want to find a, a safer place for the fam. So any snow basin employees listening <laughs> check yourselves guys it's uh it's gotta something's gotta be fixed there and, and everybody knows about it they've put people in some areas to say hey slow down you know the yellow jacket guys yeah you know the mountain safety places but it's still ugh. it's not i mean my youngest has just almost gotten taken out so many times i've yeah. just i've had enough but on a brighter note we had an awesome day it was snowy the visibility was a little down, but damn, I'm sure it'd be the day at work, didn't it? Be the day at work, and we hit some powder. Um, a lot. Took you to some spots that, I mean, you really, the thing about Powder Mountain is you just, you can ski for days. There's so much territory to cover that it spreads everyone out, and you just don't see anyone. Uh, it's hard to explain, but it's probably, I, I don't know, throwing out a, a, a guess, probably at least four or five different peaks. Oh yeah, I mean it's so vast. Yeah. I, I you can't even. It's hard to explain until you really see it. It's a massive place. How many miles did we do today? We skied for four hours and we went twenty-seven miles. And yeah. We did about oh, close to fourteen thousand feet of vertical, which was, isn't a ton, but it's. I'm feeling it. That's for damn sure. Yeah, and we were all over the place. We went on. We went to every part of that resort. So mm-hmm. it was it was super fun. Um, I will say, going back though. I do want to say if you're not with kids and you can get off the beaten path at the Snow Basin, some awesome skiing there. I, I don't disagree. But with kids, terrible. In the phase of life that we're in, yep. um, with parent, you know, as being parents and with little kids, not just, you know, going down a GS course, it's yeah. it's just not an, an easy feeling. Yep. It just isn't. So, I don't know. We're, we're, we're looking elsewhere, so... I think I never had to worry about it. I've been skiing snow base for so many years. I didn't have to worry about it because I'm usually the person not on the main runs yeah, going off fast. Yeah. I'm off piste. So it never was an issue until um, you're kind of met with a different challenge with a group of five people. And I'm trying to ski behind them, keep them in front of me so I can kind of play blocker. But yep. once I have three kids, I can't do that. Yep. It just – I don't have a good time. I don't feel safe. Well, I think it brings a, a good point, too, uh, it's because where do you go? I mean, how do I put this? You as a dad are going to protect your kids at all costs, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what. Mm-hmm. So 
somebody comes by and, you know, almost kills one of your kids because they're going so fast and out of control. Like the dad in you, and you and I talked about this, wants to chase that guy down and murder yeah. them. Yeah. But it's... you can't leave your kids. Mm-mm. I, 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 I didn't have a good, I didn't have a good easy feeling. Yeah. I, I wanted to cause harm <laughs> for sure. And, and luckily that didn't take place, of course, but I don't want to go skiing and have those feelings. I want to go skiing so we can have a good time. Yeah, family, I want to enjoy it. Not feel unsafe. Yep. So anyways. Well, um, we had an awesome day. We did have a fantastic day. Get outside. Go skiing. If, if you're not can. in a place where you can, just enjoy the outdoors. You can do that wherever you are. I don't Absolutely. care where it is. Absolutely. If it's, you can't go skiing, then you're in a place that you at least can go outside. Enjoy the outdoors with your children or by yourself. It rejuvenates and recharges your battery. It was really, <laughs> it was really, really good to get outside and, and get the fresh air for sure. Um, and, Damn right. And did and Chris definitely outskied the the hell out of me today, which I, I knew was going to. I wouldn't say for your first day of the season. I I I couldn't believe it. Because we didn't take any warm ups, we didn't take it easy. It was right into the, right into the gnarly right stuff, into the fun stuff, right into the steep and well, deep. I had to show that I could ski quickly, and, and you, then be- you did so very, very quickly. <laughs> but we also like destroyed ourselves very quickly as well. Oh, so. my legs are killing me. But um, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was super fun. It uh, it always is. I love skiing. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason we don't we don't move as well is oh. that's a big part of it for sure. It's what keeps me here. Well, I mean, me too. Like I'm here now, so I keep you here. Well, let's correct that, that. adds to it. Okay, um, got it in there. Sorry, skiing sure. was first. You're you're oh. down. You're down below it. How few, far? Few below? notches. I don't know if I can particularly can't pinpoint that. I can't. I can't. I can't okay. r- rank them each, but hmm. you're below. Sorry. All right. I just get sponsored, and I'm not even on the damn list. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. What else has been happening? The, the, I it's, think it's February. It's a new month. I, we, we have to bring it up. Um, we have it because it's kind of sad, but he's okay. We just had my dad on not too long ago. Mm-hmm. My dad has come down with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing well, everyone out there. So everyone that knows my dad, um, he's hanging in there. No breathing problems to speak about, so that's great. Okay. Feeling achy, like he has the flu, which is, you know, a symptom. Can't taste, can't smell. But other than those three things, he's doing okay. And uh, he comes off quarantine on Tuesday, so he's through the bulk of it um, and has made it through the bulk of it. Um, he got it shortly after we actually podcasted. So, so quarantine times have changed since the onset of this. Yeah, thing. we went from what fourteen days to now ten. Yeah, it's ten. Okay, so Tuesday will end his ten days, and yep. then he can re he can rejoin the population, rejoin which he wants. Knowing my dad, he'll he'll stay home. He just because it, it he's was, been doing that anyway. I know that. And I think that's the frustrating part. When I talked to him, I could kind of tell in his voice that he was pretty down the fact that he got it just by going, you know, he'd been to the gas station, he'd been to the grocery store yeah. and those are the two things he had done. Yeah. So where, you know, that, yeah. that he was frustrated with that. It sucks. Um, and now we're rolling out the first batches of the, you know, the vaccination, which I just got my first one. Wait, you got one? I did. Um, I didn't know that. Tuesday morning. Which one did you get? We are deemed uh, first responders in their traffic control. So I mean, it makes sense now. That I just didn't think about it. Yeah, um, I got the Pfizer. 
the same one as my wife. Okay. Just got her second dose, which is a nasty thing. Yeah. Is that I haven't the, heard any good things about the second one. Well, from what I've read and heard, and the same thing I'm sure you did, was that that first one kind of, you know, your body metabolizes it, gets used to it, and is like, all right. And then that second one, I guess, is like the, the power punch, like the one that where your body just is like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. We don't want this anymore. And it mm-hmm. just kind of fights it. Right. Um, and I, I don't, don't I don't know the science of whether it's the same exact thing like if it's the same oh, I have no idea um uh if it's the same shot you're getting both times it's just number one or number two i don't know if number two has anything different in it yeah i think it's just the second introduction into your system is what i understand it to be yeah but i dude i don't know so i don't know either i have to wait three weeks and then i'll go get the second one but no one that has had the second dose that i've met personally has enjoyed that experience They've all had like you get some it, sort of re- symptom. You get some sort of symptom. You feel like you have the flu, um, f- at least a fever, a lot of pain. Um, Fun. You know, achy bones, that type of thing. Okay. So at a minimum. But is that just with that vaccine or is, have you heard it with others? I've heard it with both Moderna and Pfizer. Okay. So I guess we'll see once the general populace gets to this level. But yeah. I, I think there's so much we don't know still. I think there's a lot they don't know still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have – I mean, we'll take a step back. Look, we have a we have a few different options, right, With as far as vaccine goes. You go back – I even dare say you go back 15 years, 10 years. We don't have the science or opportunity to create a vaccine that fast, right, within a year. Mm-hmm. It's never been done before. Um, so I, my hat's off to that because I think with all the mutations that a virus will continue to do, and that's just how viruses work. That's just basic science mm-hmm. that we would, we're definitely going to be in trouble if we don't vaccinate yeah. in some way, shape or form, regardless of, you know, what those how side effects are going to be. This one is yeah. you're saying. Okay. And I think it's going to have flaws, but it's better than not. It's having better than anything. not having anything because okay. I think we are, we are seeing what happens when you have nothing, yeah. right? It's going to mutate. It's going to get worse in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, the death rate could spike. There's all kinds of bad things that can happen with it. I I hope not. Um, <laughs> we don't know what we don't know. We're but, also not uh, doctors, by the way, n- if well, you couldn't tell. I play one on TV every you do? once in a while. Which kind of doctor? Wait. Wait, what kind of doctor? Uh, it's not on TV. It's not? Is it in your head? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Wait a minute. Went down a dark path. Um, what Something I just thought about. Uh, who's going to get the next beer? Who has to get up and get the other one? I'll get it. I'm close. You're going to get it? I'll get I'll grab okay, it. Okay, Chris is going to go get it. Stand by. Stand by for second beer number two. Oh. It's a, it's a second beer Beer opening. number two. We've never done this before. Beer number two. I don't even everybody. know what to do. Do we cheers again? Cheers. Why wouldn't we? I don't know. I need to cheers I'm, every time. I'm new here. Who doesn't cheers every time? Oh, my Goodness, you're gonna love that beer. That's not just me saying that. No, that's really good. That is a tasty IPA. All right, Chris, what this are we drinking, dude? Um, this is a a Roadhouse Brewing Company out of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. This is the Mountain Jam, Volume Number Six. It's got none other than Mr. Willie Nelson on the front. It says double dry hopped hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. Super, super tasty. A lot of flavor. Tons like, of flavor. Packed. 
Um, I'm getting a little bit of grapefruit in there. What do you think? Yeah, the end is grapefruit for sure. The very end of it. Uh, it's eight percent by volume, so it's a it's a doozy. That's a good one. And my favorite part of this whole can. Can you please tell us what it says in this can? It does. I mean, this is it's packed with a lot of um, a lot of things. It's got some uh, Willy lyrics on it. It's got uh, you know alcohol eight percent, and then says "fuck COVID" on it. I mean, that's the first time I've seen that I've written, seen on that written on anyone's product. So, yeah. shout out Roadhouse because I agree. I agree. Fuck COVID. We're about over this nonsense. Yep. Um, that's a good beer. We're gonna be sticking around with it for a while, though. Yeah. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's not, but we're we're on a, at least a path, I think. Yeah, right? I, I honestly think, and path again, of riddance. I don't want to jinx it, but I think by fall 2021, we'll see some sort of normalcy come back. Won't be the same, never will be, but I think we'll see something. At least I hope so, right? Got to have hope. Uh, I, I have hope. I don't think I'll ever lose hope. It's just... Um, I can't put a time because if we were to sit incrementally each three months since the onset of this thing, mm-hmm. our prognostication looking forward would have been different every single time. It just yeah. keeps getting weirder. So it does. I don't even want to try and venture a guess. I, I hope. Said, I, said I hope you're right. Is what I will say. Write that down. I said fall. I Wait, hope this is recorded. You are right. Let's talk about uh, this beer. A little Let's bit talk about more. this beer. Roadhouse Brewing. You can only get it here. In in uh, our state liquor stores. Yep. In other states, I'm sure you can get it at the grocery at store. At the grocery store, but yeah. here in Utah, just in the state liquor stores, because of its alcohol, alcohol. content mm-hmm. is higher. Yep. Since it is an eight percent, um, but we'll we'll talk a little bit about its flavor profile. It's a heady, heavy, excuse me, a heady brew, and it has aromas of sweet orange rind balanced with vivacious grapefruit. Hey. I got the grapefruit in it. More resinous than prior volumes and bursting with fruit flavor. Mountain Jam Volume 6 benefits from no real fruit additions or adjuncts or double dry hopping, allowing for the true essence and potential of the hops to shine through. Slightly drier and crisp on the palate, Jam 6 has been carefully crafted with progressive brewing techniques to enhance the aroma and flavors. Do you think versions 1 through 5 are shit? And, I don't. And I, six was the winner. I don't think because I'm looking at volumes one through five here. Oh. Um, they're all hazy IPAs. This one just, I think they just packed a little bit more. So each one is different, her. though, right? They just say hazy IPAs okay. volume one through five, and That's they have fair. different artists upon them. And okay. I and I don't want to to botch, but this is a unmistakable Willie Nelson. Well, that's Willie all the way. Yeah, you can't get that wrong. No. But shout out Roadhouse. Shout out Roadhouse. Very you good beer. You make a, a you hell make a tasty of an IPA. Brew. It's delicious. And I think for those that are listening, they're like, oh, Ryan and Chris have sold out. It's all gone. It's all going downhill. They're just providing beer, and uh, we're going to talk about those beers, which we were doing anyway. Mm-hmm. So there's no commercials still. Nope. Uh, there's no ads. We're not making money off this. So anyway, um, that's a really tasty. And I'm not a huge. Everyone knows I'm not a, not. Everyone that listens to this podcast knows I'm not a huge IPA fan, but this one's pretty tasty. You know, I I didn't used to be. I think I would have put IPAs uh, earlier in life at the bottom of my list. They're growing on me. Where would you put them now? 
I think I would drink no, I, I would definitely drink an IPA before I would drink a lager now. Really? Which is I don't know. I'm I'm it's a, it's a taste that you have to acquire and I've acquired it now. Okay. At first it was it was too much, but now you want to appreciate uh I guess more of a robust flavor. I think we're getting old. I think that's maybe what's happening. You know, <laughs> may not want to agree to it, but I feel like that's what it is. I don't think an IPA is an old man's beer, though. By any means, I no. Think you I just, just think change we're in your. I think you just change in your. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same with me and your likes. Me and dark beer. If you asked me as a twenty-one-year-old, do you want a dark beer? I'd have been like, no, absolutely no, not. Uh-uh. But now I love it. It's my go-to. I love dark beer. You do. You you change with. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I don't know how to explain it's the way that. it goes. No, I think it's just age. Maybe. Mature. Maybe. Do you say mature or mature? Mature. Have you ever said mature? No, it sounds like manure. Do you think so? A little bit. Schedule? Schedule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting off topic again. Nah. What was the topic? <laughs> I don't know. We didn't even have one. Not we're really. Just, we're just welcoming ourselves back uh, to season four. We're opening the door to season four and uh, our new sponsorship. And oh, by the way, my brother is going to be on an episode coming up shortly. We were scheduled them in for this, but COVID and everything else that's going on and scheduling is not lining up. We had to we had to push it. So he'll be on it at some point. Yeah. Can't wait. Brother Eric. We have already had dad. Our dad Steve. Mom was in the room. She wasn't participant though. She was. It was fun secretly. to hear her. It was fun to hear her laugh during That's what I some mean by different <laughs> some stories. It was great. I, I got the best um, experience of it all. Being a you know an outsider, you being a family member was different. But for the rest of us, it was amazing. It was I, great. I, I think my favorite part of that was when we finished and Chris was talking to me, and he's like. Yeah, I could just see it in your face when your dad would say something and, and your face would say, yeah, that was bullshit. And then your mom would confirm it by laughing. Well, yep, that's our family. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So great. Really cool. It was fun. Always always a good time to have my dad on and hope he's feeling better and kicks that stupid COVID here soon. Get better, Steve. Get better soon. Um, so uh, I wanted to get back to one point, though, that – we brought it up very briefly with our children and, and being like the, the mom, the mama bear is what we call it in our house. Okay. So you, you go after the kids, you're going to get the mama bear, right? And so the skiing um, story kind of got me thinking about this. And it's, there's been times too that we've talked about where I wanted to, you know, chase somebody down for doing something. So for example, we had somebody that was going through our neighborhood at like an insane amount of speed almost wrecked into one of our fences and all I wanted to do and every part of my being wanted to chase this high school kid down because I guarantee it was a high school kid, mm-hmm. talk to his parents and just scream at him, right? Because okay. if you hit my kid, I'm, I'm going to murder you, right? Mm-hmm. So it just got me thinking to all these situations to where you have to take a step back and my dad talked about it a little bit too. Even when you're disciplining your kids, you just got to take that step back and be like, yep, I absolutely want to go chase that guy down on skis. But what's the end game? I don't know. I don't know what the end game would be if you did it. I think for us and the it's reason primal you didn't, rage at first. There's oh, no. Yeah, there's hundred percent. There's no other description than you have threatened my most precious my you know, my most precious thing in my in my whole world. Yep. 
and you've threatened it. So primal rage, I can I cannot explain it any other different way. So once you experience that, the next step would be what's the end game? You don't see past it. You just see what you see. You, see you don't think you're – I know you had to – well, excuse me. I know you had to stay with your kids, but you don't think like deep down inside you're like, I really – what's the point of chasing this guy down? I, at the at the moment, I didn't think past that second. Really? I really didn't. Okay. A few moments passed. I took a couple deep breaths and then uh, the clarity, you know, clarity of thinking Kicked sets in. in. Yeah. What what happens if I do catch this person? Right. Then what? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing good. No. Right? It all ends bad. Um. Nothing good for my family, nothing good for that person, nothing would, would have been right, but it still wasn't something I want to go experience again. No, absolutely you know? not. But I just feel like you have that, that moment of, all right, well, what would really happen? And I, yeah, I agree. It's definitely a few moments later, that first initial moment, all you want to do is, it's just rage. And I totally get that. Um, Man. But yeah, it's. It, it comes from a different place. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever remember feeling that way in any other time before. So I don't know. When it comes to the safety of your own children, it was a, a different scenario. No, absolutely. Um, but absolutely. Uh, but you didn't. You didn't chase the guy down. Nothing happened. I didn't. And, uh, I, I don't want to revisit it. That's for sure. Yeah. And I don't want to put ourselves in that situation. I want to do it less. Yeah. Until all of us are more um, skilled to where we don't have to worry about that. It's only in the beginning stages and, and people, I think, in retort might say, well, then just stick to the bunny hill. We're beyond that. There's no, a place in between. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're past the bunny hill, but we're not skiing, you know, mock loony yeah. with our hair on fire. You're on blues. So we're on blues and we're making our way down. Making big turns across the hill. Yep. That's where we're at. There is a place for us, and it's not uh, mixed in with the people going straight down. Yeah, not having any real regard for that or and control. I, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I wasn't ever that person. But doing that, but I'm now the guy sitting in the chair <laughs> yelling at the kids. Yelling at the kids, <laughs> and crazy. I love it. I do love it. Um, <sighs> For those of you that don't know, just because I feel like there's some that probably have no idea, green, blue, and black are your colors of the steepness of a hill. I guess we should have maybe talked about that. Green is where you begin, blue is in the middle, and black is your expert. So, Mm -hmm. just to clarify. Just to clarify, we're on blues these days. But, I think with that, uh, we are coming to an end of this podcast. Appreciate everyone listening, of course. Looking forward to, you know, five more delicious beers provided by M&M Distributing. Shout out M&M. Thank you. Take care of yourselves in this crazy time. Yep. Take care of your family. Um, Be smart. Be smart. Stay safe. We will be around. Uh, We were definitely – we actually scheduled shit out, people. We don't do that. No, we we don't. And we did. We usually hit hit the the seat and go, (laughs) what are we doing? What are we talking about? But we we scheduled some stuff out. Yeah. That's where we're at these days. Um, Can't wait for the future, what it holds. Until that point, stay positive and love your life. Later. Later.